This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Now, we talk about the Christmas show Friday. You can check us out. We've got a first hour with some interesting content, including Christmas. And then the second hour, we really get going. So we've done some moving around here on the program. Ramya Muth and Kelly McDonald, host of Kelly and Ramya. Welcome, folks. Uh, we welcome in to talk some sports, which we usually do on Fridays with Brock Richardson. I'm Brock Richardson, and I love sports. As a former pro athlete, I bring you the sports angle beyond the headlines, plus parasport news and analysis. So we know you got some leadoff stuff for us, Brock, and one of them I, I kind of teased before the break, once again doing it, giving up. You can't trust me with some of these secrets. Where are we starting, sir? That's okay. This this one was not as, as much of a secret this time, mm. so you're good. Um I told you that if I had a date to give you last Friday, I would come on and give you said date. I do have a date. Uh, It just was given to me within the last hour. So this is literally breaking news. The Neutral Zone podcast will drop for the first time in about four months or so on January 2nd. We will be recording it on uh, every Monday and then it will be released about 24 hours after that. So I am dragging my team and we're going to do the recording on New Year's Day. Some are a little grumbly about that. I don't know why, but anyway, we're gonna do it, and we're gonna be, we're gonna enjoy it. So it'll be good, uh, good conversations and stuff like that. But uh, tune in for our relaunch of the Neutral Zone on uh, January second. And again, as I reiterated last week, if you are already subscribed to the podcast, you're good to go there. So that's the information I have for you on that. That is um, very oh, close. So- and so quickly, like, are you yeah. guys ready? Like, with the announcement, when are you already, taping? have you already prepped it? And you know what the show's going to look like? I have had the first episode ready for like three weeks. So, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're good to go on this one. Uh, we're taping at uh, one o'clock on, uh, on New Year's Day. So, oh, wow. it'll be released the next day after that. So, so very exciting. Okay, lovely. Yeah, get them before they uh, have their uh, New Year's Day dinners or anything like that and they're falling asleep. I don't know. Something you're going to have happens. some hangovers because of New Year's Eve, but you're, yeah, you'll some, manage. Sometimes, sometimes anyway. do that. They fall asleep. <laughs> hangovers? Who? Who, has that? Who has hangovers on New Year's Day anyway? Let's no, see. no. <laughs> Who has co-hosts that fall asleep? Not yeah. yet. Anyways, um, yet. what else? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Uh, this is my last segment of uh, 2023, so I thought I would give you guys a little bit of the top Three stories. Now, I kind of stretched my own rules on this one, and we'll have a laugh about it in a minute. But uh, first story I would have for you is that the Professional Women's Hockey League was able to be developed, and they drafted their players this year after really not having a league. So for me, that's story number three. If we look at story number two, I would say to you that Christine Sinclair's retirement was one that was really good. I mean, she is iconic, far beyond just soccer. She developed women's sports, lots of women, um, you know, developed in different games, and they love sports. So to me, mm-hmm. this is number two. 
If um, we look at, I, I just want to stop you there just for a second because both of these, as we've talked about, women's leagues, um, women's athletics, which we have seen such a disparity between men and women over the years. We know there's a soccer league, a professional soccer league, starting as well in 2024, uh, ladies, ladies league. The the business with hockey, to me, tremendous. Um, Christine Sinclair been really working behind the scenes, helping make the environment of soccer so much better. But Brock, I have to say. We've heard of a ladies hockey league, the discussion, the calls came out four or five years ago, and, and I'm sure beyond those who aren't in the know of this kind of subject, uh, really probably can attest to how long this has gone on. But when we think about relatively how quick this league, when people said, it's go time, go, it came to be, um, is it me? Was it fast? Was it... And from what I hear, when people reported to practices, a really welcoming professional environment. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you a little bit of inside knowledge, too. Like, I I knew that the draft was going to be a thing in Toronto, and I knew that that was going to be. But I was literally upstairs at a taping of Family Feud Canada, and then all of a sudden the, the draft was started, and it's like, Oh yeah, we're here now. Like we're we're doing this, you know, and it's so yes, I would say to you that the speed at which this has come together after everybody just kind of goes, "Uh, can we really get this going? Are we really going to get the support, etc." If we look at the game that Toronto's playing to uh, start off uh the year against uh New York on New Year's Day, this was sold out in minutes. Minutes. Like this is a league that I think is going to have, you know, that period where everyone's going to be excited. They're all going to be happy about it. And you're going to see games, you know, uh, people sell out. But what we need to do is continue and sustain, sustain, sustain beyond just the, oh, this is exciting. This is flashy. This is new. Because there is lots of talent in this league that yep. really needs to be showcased. So for me, yeah. I'm excited that this sold out in minutes, but I want to see it sustained all through the regular season because I think the women really truly deserve it. So and beyond feeding the Olympic team. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. One hundred percent. I think you wanted to bring up Draymond Green last time we didn't get enough time. So what's going on with the NBA in regards to the player, Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green? Yeah. So just before we get there, I just want to finish my oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. list. One uh, B. This is where I kind of stretched my my list a little bit uh it and the fact that uh the mlb decided to make some rule changes they implemented the pitch clock which we've talked about that was the this larger year bases, wow the no shift mm -hmm. etc this has made the game way way more exciting it's made it Thank where God. people are excited about it they're they're really happy they're they're excited to say Baseball is moving quicker. When you figure that there was like 20 minutes taken off of every game, this is what baseball wanted. So for me, this is number uh, number 1B. And 1A is uh, that Shohei Otani signed his $700 million deal with the LA Dodgers. And this is the largest contract in North mm. American sports. So that's my list for the uh, the top three slash kind of four as I definitely four definitely and, and I agree I, I think you're right I mean I love the baseball changes for me it made a huge difference in the sport and I'd like to think longtime fans felt the same yeah and I'd like to think people who are on the cusp of do I like am I interested in this sport or not are people Would still I complaining 
Was it? Uh, it was such a big deal before they made the change. I'm yeah. so curious about you know. That. I don't think a lot were because people like the speed of it, but the traditionalists. I think there were things. Though, yeah, the traditionalists. But baseball. I think. Yeah, Brock. But we saw not as much of certain things we thought we would. Not as much but, base stealing. Not as much of some of the things we thought this would happen. Mm. So I kind of was a little oh, but I still love the speed of the game more than anything. I love the pitch clock. It went up, but not not as much as an increase as you would have thought. And Romeo, you're always going to get those traditionalists that mm-hmm. say, don't change this. I, I like this. Don't change this because yeah. that's what happens. And baseball yeah. has those traditionalists that say, don't do this and don't, you know, don't change this. And, oh, and that's baseball culture and is so it's still big. Chew tobacco and spit it out on the field. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. and, you know, it's obvious that you're going to get that beforehand, but I'm very curious about, you know, just less than a year of the implementation. If the reactions have died down significantly or if there are, you know, still a whole bunch of people who are stomping their feet and pounding their fist and being like, you know, how dare you? This is horrible. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, yeah. it's just, you know, it, okay. it will be what it will be. Mm. Now, Draymond Green? Yes. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Draymond Green. Draymond Green will be suspended indefinitely as he uh, slapped Phoenix Suns player Yusef Nurchich in the face in a recent game. Uh, This is the third time Draymond Green has been ejected from the game for different behavior. Draymond Green will need to seek counseling and support uh, from the league and the Warriors before the league will let him return to play. And I'm here to say this week it was announced a couple of days ago that he's not going to be returning anytime soon. And the one thing I'll say here, guys, is it's a privilege to play professional sports. It's not a right. It's not, oh, I'm so-and-so and and I deserve to play. I'm Draymond Green. No, if you act like that, you don't deserve to play uh, sports. You obviously have an issue going on if you're Draymond. You need to get that sorted out. And as you and I talked about offline, Kelly, it's the lack of remorse for Yousef that he had in the press conference. It was like, oh yeah, it's just a basketball play and I and I just mm. fly, flail my arms around regularly. No, that's not that's not the way we play basketball. No. Um when you say anytime soon and it's it's not it's not likely, has he refused the recommendation of treatment or is it beyond that? Even if he gets the treatment, there's some other areas they're seeing or need to see before he would be welcome back to the sport. I haven't directly heard that he's refused treatment. I haven't, you know, directly seen that report. But I have to wonder whether they're saying this isn't changing anytime soon, whether he's cooperating because he literally, like I just said, had no remorse. So it, for me, it would be hard for me to think, is he going to cooperate because he doesn't really think he did anything wrong, at least publicly right now as we sit here. And the other thing before we move off the Draymond Green situation, this is a guy who has lost over $1 million in fines through the NBA. He needs to learn to, to you know, play better and respect the game of basketball because these kind of actions don't respect it, in my opinion. This should have been dealt with last year when he slapped Poole, um, Jordan Poole, his teammate. You know, at practice, and you get upset. Like, I understand people in football, in the NFL, you get some pretty wild practices in spring training. Well, not spring training, but in in exhibition camp, in camp, when they're they're breaking in and bringing guys in and stuff like that by the nature of the sport. Basketball, there's no room. 
No room for any of that stuff. Soccer, no room for it. And this guy has gotten away with like getting it, as off far on as warnings for a while. Yeah. yeah, like you just this guy has gotten away. Like last year, slapping your teammate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you just don't yeah. at a practice, let alone hurting guys in games. It's too easy to, to put a finger in someone's eye, being careless like this, or mm. bust their orbital bone. Like it's too easy. And if you're and, doing and that you know stuff, what? you clearly have something going on that you need to step back from the sport and get some supports oh, with. Yeah, yeah. There, there you has do. to be. I, I don't want to put the word. I'm, I have to say it the way. There's got to be a bro code where you say, we're teammates here and you're slapping me in the face? What's going on here? And we're, organizations, we're, right? We're, like, we're, 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 yeah. we're one in the same. Like, what are we doing it, here? Right. So you can't go on this nonsense. I'm just for the game. Yeah, you can't just go on that. You, like, you know, that, oh, I'm just such a, such a competitor. Yeah, but You're that's why that's why they're organizations. That's why we sign things. That's why sports yeah. is not managed by the individuals, nor the teams, nor the coaches. There are big, big entities that are paying these guys good money to show up and to be uh, like on best behavior, you know. And, and there has to be consequences. Exactly. Yeah. It is work. It is. And, yeah. it, you know, regardless, yeah, we can say he needs a support system and he's got anger management issues or behavioral issues that need to be tended with. But uh, as well, like we can't just, you know, let things slide, number one. And number no. two, I do appreciate rehab, you know, like in any circumstance, I do think that there's got to be a a door open for people to come back to people to uh, for people to have the option to say hey give me another chance i've dealt with or i'm dealing with or here are the supports that i uh, have in order to help me on a better path but you know if there's no remorse and there's no practice from the organizations to make things better for players and the sport overall then what are we waiting for but exactly. there has to be you can say i'm going to go to going to go to rehab but there has to be a concrete difference yeah. that the team sees the organization the nba oh, absolutely well there has to be the plan and follow-up exactly part of you, that accountability is on the organization period you you can't just say oh i have this certificate that says i did this and so therefore i'm fine i'm it takes work beyond that and and i think that that's something we have to learn from this too i i don't want to see dream on on the court until i actually have legitimate Bonafide. This is what we see yeah. different. We trust in what he's done. Well, you can't say to him in four weeks, "Okay, you can come back now." No, no, you got to learn. Just something. based on what Listen. a suspension, like nothing's been dealt with. And this guy has hurt people. I'm sorry. Exactly, That's you can't what's trust happened. him. Period. And, and it's just ridiculous, in my opinion. So, you want to talk to us about your favorite uh, holiday tradition, the World Junior Hockey Tournament? Absolutely. Junior uh, Hockey Tournament. Starts, yes, Junior Hockey Tournament starts on uh, Boxing Day. Group A will have Canada, Sweden, Finland, Germany, and Latvia. Interesting note here, Canada mm. kicks off its tournament against Finland and will, will not play Sweden on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. Rather, it will be Germany. Usually, we play one of the big powerhouses on New Year's Eve to kind of ring in the New Year, but this year, the scheduling is a bit different. Pool B is United States, Czechia. Slovakia, Switzerland, and Norway. And I love the fact that when this tournament is in North America, I love it because it's like, oh, yes, you got good crowds. You you love it. This is all good. It, it's got a really big turnout. Mm -hmm. But this year, it's in Sweden, and I love it because the timing is such different where the latest game is 1.30 in the afternoon. So anybody that's got, like, Boxing Day plans 
or anything uh, like that can get their juniors in and move on with their day. So I love this <laughs> and I'm looking forward to win, it. Win, win, win. <laughs> yeah, that's really tremendous. Uh, Brock, real quick, anything on the NFL to tease anyone going into Christmas? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of teams in the uh, NFC that's at seven and seven. The teams that take up the last three playoff spots are all at seven and seven. So any NFC game, please, please catch up and watch because there is going to be implications everywhere in the NFC. So stay tuned for that. And I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you guys. I know I'm back for the quiz on Friday, but thank you guys for another year of sports. And I always love coming on chatting with you guys and appreciate the support beyond with the neutral zone. So thank you. Thanks, Brocky. Thank you. Good luck to all you guys with the Neutral Zone, our chance before you guys do that first show. And enjoy your Christmas watching of NFL and NBA this year for the first time. Brock Richardson joins us on the program Fridays generally to talk sports. Always love his headlines and what he brings to us to discuss and, and debate about. We'll step aside for a moment. We'll wrap up the show when we return and find out what's going on on Now with Dave Brown on their Thursday edition. And I've got an interesting closing moment that I think we need to talk and think about. We'll be back with more of Kelly and Ramya after this short break. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.